Therapy Chat Podcast, Episode 120. This is the Therapy Chat Podcast with Laura Reagan, LCSWC. The information shared in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. And now, here's your host, Laura Reagan, LCSWC. Hi, welcome back to Therapy Chat, 2018 edition. Happy New Year to all of you. I know I did a very brief New Year's greeting to you a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was last week, but it's now fully in 2018 and I'm back in action. Still kind of recovering from a cold, but hopefully my voice sounds good enough for you that you can hear and understand what I'm saying. So today I wanted to talk as a follow-up to episode 117 with Dr. Dick Schwartz, the founder of Internal Family Systems, IFS. I thoroughly enjoyed interviewing him. He is super knowledgeable and I am so honored that he took the time to come on Therapy Chat and Our conversation may have been a little more geared towards a level of professionals who work in the mental health field and know a lot about IFS already or something about IFS and parts work. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about parts work today in a more general way and give you some resources. I didn't know what parts work was until about, I guess it was 2014 or so, maybe 2015. I think I was starting to hear about it in 2014, learned more in 2015. And that's when I did my advanced postgraduate trauma certificate training where I was trained in using parts work. IFS and parts work are not necessarily the same, but the type of parts work that I learned was informed by IFS, internal family systems. So I want to start this discussion of parts work by reading you a poem by Rumi called The Guest House. Some of you may have heard this before. I think this poem is a really wonderful representation of the concept of all parts are welcome, which is the way I learned about parts work. Here's the poem, The Guest House by Rumi. This being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness. Some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all, even if they're a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture, still treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice. Meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes, because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. That is The Guest House by Rumi, R-U-M-I. So 
when I was doing the trauma certificate program that you have heard me talk about through the Ference Institute, that's F-E-R-E-N-T-Z, Lisa Ference's Institute, the Ference Institute in Baltimore. And the reason I'm going over that over and over is because people constantly ask me what are the best places to get training in advanced techniques for use with working with people who have trauma. And the Ference Institute is a wonderful place. You may not be able to get to Baltimore. And if so, there are some other good places too that I frequently recommend. But that is one that is amazing. And I'm so fortunate that Lisa Ference is right in Baltimore. And I've been privileged to learn from her. So when I was doing the advanced trauma certificate at the Ference Institute, it's a highly experiential program and it consists of multiple days over a four month period, I believe. So it's a total of 54 credit hours of learning and highly experiential meaning we're practicing the techniques that we are learning to use so that we can use them with clients. And what I learned in this program is that we all have different parts of ourselves. It may be your inner critic that tells you you're a stupid idiot whenever you make a mistake. It may be the part of you that loves chocolate. And there may be a part of you that loves animals. There may be a part of you that screams and yells when you get upset. Part of you that is mad at your mom part of you that is afraid of your mom, a part of you that is worried about your mom, all these different parts that we have, it's kind of like feelings that have gotten compartmentalized because we don't always know how to handle them. So the concept of parts work is that we all have these different parts of ourselves. Some parts we like about ourselves and some parts we don't like about ourselves and maybe some parts of ourselves that we aren't aware of, which you heard in my interviews with Rini Beck, Lourdes Viado, and the first interview, actually the second interview with Carrie Nola. I'll put the links to those in the show notes, but in those discussions about the shadow, that concept goes along with parts work as well. It's that there are parts of ourselves that we don't like and we don't think about and we may not even have them in our conscious awareness. And, you know, it's those parts that sometimes cause us to act out in ways and then we wonder why we did what we did. There may be a part that cuts, a part that binges. And so that's one of the things that Dick Schwartz was talking about is he was giving the example of when he was working in a psychiatric hospital with a client who was cutting and what he knew to do as a therapist was to tell her not to cut and get her to promise she wouldn't cut. But what he didn't realize was that the part of her that was making her cut was not really in her awareness when she was promising not to cut. So maybe it was, maybe it wasn't in her awareness, but when the part of her that wanted to cut was more present than the part of her that had promised not to cut, 
And there was a reason why that part needed to be there to help her cope with something, an overwhelming emotion that she couldn't handle. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Therapist, we've all had that moment. You wake up in the middle of the night. Oh my gosh, did I do my notes? Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore when you use therapy notes. Therapy notes makes it easy to write your notes, get them done quickly, but thoroughly. My group practice has used therapy notes for six years and everyone always finds it easy to use. But the best thing is if you do need help, you can call their customer service number and a person answers the phone. And anytime I've ever had to use it, which is maybe three times in the past six years, my issue has been resolved easily with a cheerful demeanor in 15 minutes or less. So I highly recommend Therapy Notes. And don't forget, go to therapynotes.com and use promo code chat to get two free months. The power struggle that he got into with that part saying, you know, telling her not to cut didn't take into account that that part was trying to do something to help her. And so when he realized that there was a different part of her that he hadn't been reaching when he was trying to tell her not to cut, he realized he needed to stop fighting with that part and try to understand it and understand why it was making her do this behavior that was hurting her. I think we can all relate to the idea that, you know, there's a part of me that really wants a piece of German chocolate cake, but then there's another part of me that knows that I don't need the extra calories, but I really want that cake. There's a part of me that feels I deserve it. There's a part of me that doesn't care about the calories. And then there's a part of me that says, you know, you've been trying to eat healthy. You weren't feeling well You when you eat too much sugar. You know, can you relate to that? Like these different parts competing. That's kind of the idea of parts work. And that's why Dick Schwartz says that multiplicity is not a bad thing. He's saying that we all have these different parts of ourselves. And what we talked about in episode 117 is that for someone who has severe dissociation, where they slip from one part into another part and they don't necessarily know which part they're in at any given time because they're not really connected with all the different parts. That is where the different parts not being connected with one another can cause problems for the person with their functioning and their relationships and doing self-destructive behaviors that may help them in the moment to cope with the way they feel, but also cause them problems. So I wanted to kind of tell you about my experience in the trauma certificate program and learning about parts work because exiles are a really important part of learning about parts work. I'm not going to explain the whole IFS paradigm, but one of the concepts of IFS is that the parts that we don't accept about ourselves are the exiles. And often, as Dick explained when we were talking in episode 117, often exiles can be parts of ourselves that 
we are disowning. For example, if someone was abused in childhood, they had many experiences of being terrified, feeling unsafe from the person who they also depended upon for protection, you know, their primary caregiver, a part that may have been disgusted by the things that happened, but was forced to participate. You know, another part was forced to participate. So the person had to kind of dissociate during that experience. And then to bring that dissociated part back feels disgusting to them. So they they can't tolerate feeling the emotions that are connected with that dissociated part, which is all the trauma that they experience that causes this to happen. So going to the idea of exiles, let's say someone was abused, they may have a vulnerable child part that they just feel disgusted by. They can't stand that vulnerability. It feels like weakness. And that weakness reminds them of feelings of powerlessness. Of course, children are powerless, but that's not a flaw. You know, being an innocent child isn't a bad thing. But to bring that exiled part back means confronting that feeling of powerlessness that's so horrible to remember. So that part gets exiled, and then sometimes that inner child, that hurt, vulnerable part, starts acting out, and the person doesn't really have conscious awareness of when it's happening. And that can be full dissociative episodes where they they are in that state of feeling as if they are that child again, and the adult part isn't available or accessible to them. Or it can be more like they still behave as the adult part, but they feel like the child part and they don't really know what's happening. So the most important part of parts work that has stuck with me and that really made an impact on me personally as I was learning about parts work is the idea that all parts are welcome. Like in that roomy poem that I read to you at the beginning of this episode, take all the guests that come and invite them in even the ones that are bringing feelings that you don't like, because this is the experience of being human. We're made up of all these parts, our sadness, our happiness, our fears, our joy, our, all of our experiences, all of our emotions, and even the traumatic experiences we've had. And so some of the things that we did in the trauma certificate program are we learned activities to use with clients to help them get to become familiar with their different parts and to embrace all of them, not just tolerate the ones they don't like. And I really should say not just tolerate the ones we don't like, because I remember one of the activities we were doing and we were supposed to represent all of the parts using these stickers, all of our parts. And I was looking through the stickers, trying to find some that were ugly and unlikable to represent some of the parts of myself that I felt were ugly and unlikable. And Lisa, in her nurturing way, very kindly said, there are no ugly stickers. (laughs) So all the stickers were pretty. You know, they were sparkly and they were unique shapes and colors. And it helped me to see that Even the parts of myself that I didn't like were equally valuable as the ones that I did like. And I'm saying that in the past tense because just doing that activity helped open my eyes to 
how I did have parts of myself that I really didn't like and didn't welcome or accept about myself, let alone embrace them. And through the process of the trauma certificate program, the experiential practices we had and the personal growth and therapy work that I did to build on what I learned there have helped me to actually believe that all of the parts of ourselves are valuable. Having that experience, this is why experiential trainings are so valuable because having that experience of seeing how as I was identifying the different parts of myself, there were some that I just was like, oh, this one. You know, I felt ashamed. I didn't even want to mention it. I didn't want to put it on the paper. And realizing that helped me to recognize how vulnerable it is for our clients to talk about those parts of themselves that they don't like and how, you know, the painful feelings that can come up when you even try to think about it. So parts work is really incredible. And what you may have heard in the interview with Dick Schwartz, I was definitely hearing the beautiful, compassionate perspective that it brings, you know, and I mean, compassion, when you feel it, when you experience it, either towards someone else or when you feel it from someone else, it's an incredibly powerful, beautiful energy. And in parts work, you are being compassionate for all of the parts of yourself. So instead of saying to that part that makes you cut, I hate you and I want you to go away, you're saying, I understand that you've been trying to help me and you did help me get through some horrible things. And thank you for what you did to help me and how you helped me get through. And I'm going to find some ways to deal with my emotions that don't cause me pain and you don't have to do that job anymore. That's very compassionate because you're basically saying to a part that developed through something horrible that you were going through, you're saying, you're not bad. I, I care about you. You know, it's like saying to yourself, the feelings that you had were not wrong. And you're, you know, it's like seeing the goodness in yourself all the way through even in the things that you might regret that you may have done to hurt yourself. When you can give yourself that compassion, you have more compassion for other people. And so another thing I wanted to talk about, and I kind of alluded a little bit about this, alluded to this a little bit in episode 117, that when I went to the Life Force Yoga and IFS training last spring in Massachusetts, and I talked about going to it, but I never talked about attending, I don't think. This was a three-day training where the instructors were both Life Force Yoga certified and IFS certified. And over the three days, totally experientially, they taught us how the two methods can be used together and so basically life force yoga involves breathing techniques, mudras, you know, hand positions of yoga, yoga theory, 
and breath work and movement and incorporating the practices of IFS, helping people to get in touch with the different parts and life force yoga, using that to attend to some of the emotions that come up when the different parts are accessed. This training, I have never felt so Zen as I did when I attended this training. We were doing yoga. I think we were doing it twice a day for three days. Maybe one of the days we only did it once. I think we did five times in the three days and using the breathing techniques and guided meditations. I felt so not just relaxed, but centered, really centered. I had walked in there on the first day after getting up for my flight at like 4 a.m., walked in. We were kind of late. I was super rattled. I'd been really stressed about something in my personal life and showed up at 8.30. By noon, when we broke for lunch, I was like, just practically sitting there like, um, <laughs> my dog didn't like that sound. She jumped up. I was beyond comfortable. I was just completely like in a Zen place. I was feeling all the love. <laughs> it was so great. And it maintained through the whole three days of the training and, and after I got back. So one of the things that I saw in the IFS training the Life Force Yoga and IFS training, is that when some audience members or when some participants in the training volunteered to be part of a demo and the, the leaders talked to them about their different parts, even people who had absolutely no training in IFS, this was the first time they were ever learning about it, were able to access some of the different parts when they got into a mindful space. And one of the things that it showed me was that what Dick Schwartz says about multiplicity being normal is very true, that everybody had different parts of themselves that were both in their conscious awareness and not. And with the guidance of the leaders, everyone was able to access these different parts and to talk with the, the parts and relieve and shift some burdens that they had been carrying, um, emotional burdens. It was really powerful and it was incredible because it was in a very short time too. It was like a five or 10 minute demo. So this is something that I now use in some way with practically every client I work with. Not necessarily every client I work with has severe dissociation, but everyone can benefit from getting in touch with the different parts of themselves and, and accepting and embracing all of our different parts, recognizing the value that each part brings. So what we learn to do in the trauma certificate program is to use mindfulness techniques and guided visualizations, helping clients get into a mindful space and helping clients to learn to recognize the different parts of themselves and to embrace that idea that all parts are welcome. And then using various expressive arts techniques to connect with the parts and help to relieve some of the burdens that the different parts carry. 
and find more self-compassion. It was very powerful. So I am a huge believer in parts work. I still plan to do IFS training at some point, although the one I was thinking of doing this year in Washington, D.C. is already full and it's actually not feasible for me to do it this year anyway, even if it weren't full because I'm doing sensory motor psychotherapy level two starting next month. And that's one weekend. It's not every month, but it's for, is it 10 months? I think, no, it's 13 months, I believe. It's over a period of 13 months, but I think it's 10 weekends, 10 three-day weekends. So I'm very, very much looking forward to that. But taking on IFS as well would be too much. And I'm kind of thinking of doing brain spotting. That's just a weekend. So I might do that. Just a three-day weekend. (laughs) I think that's in June. I'm not positive. I mean, of course, it's offered all around the world, but I think in my area, it's in June. So I hope this little conversation, this one-sided conversation with me talking to you has given you more to think about regarding parts work and maybe helped to explain some of the things that we were talking about in that interview with Dick Schwartz that may not have been as clear to some of you. I would love for you to call me with your questions about this episode or about the episode with Dick Schwartz. You can call me by going to my website, therapychatpodcast.com and doing the speak pipe button, speak pipe. You go on the speak pipe button and leave me a message. And so what I'm going to be doing over this coming year is I'm going to have multiple opportunities for you to contact me. I'll either read your question if you email it to me or I will play your recorded question so you'll be able to hear your voice on the podcast and I'll answer your question. I'm going to be doing this in an upcoming episode. There was um, a caller who asked a question about the episode I did with Tamara Hill on trauma bonding and she had some questions about that episode. So I'm going to answer those questions in a future episode and it will probably be more than one episode that it will take to answer her questions. And I think that's great because, you know, I want you to, you know, really feel like you understand what's being discussed and give you something to think about. So just want to give you a couple resources. These are from the selfleadership.org website. That is the IFS website. There's a book called Many Minds, One Self written by Dick Schwartz and Robert Falconer that is available on their website and you can probably find it on Amazon too. There's another one. It's about intimate relationships that's called You Are the One You've Been Waiting For by Dick Schwartz. You Are the One You've Been Waiting For, Bringing Courageous Love to Intimate Relationships. And there are others, but there's another one called Self Therapy by Jay Early, E-A-R-L-E-Y that is really for the general public. And he also has one called Freedom from Your Inner Critic. There are a lot of other books, a ton of other books. 
I guess the self-therapy book is volume one, two, and three, and then it also has a workbook. So these are just some books that you could read to get more information. They're not necessarily only for professionals. There are a lot of other books that are more clinical for professionals on that website as well. So plenty of resources. And if you're anywhere near the Baltimore area or you can get there, the Ference Institute Trauma Certificate Program is so worth the money and more. All right. So that is it for today. Thank you for listening to Therapy Chat. I hope this episode was informative. And if I left something out, which is highly possible, please get in touch with me, therapychatpodcast.com. Go to the speak pipe button and leave me a message and you might hear your question on the air in the future. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to Therapy Chat with your host, Laura Reagan, LCSWC. For more information, please visit therapychatpodcast.com.